Welcome back to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I am Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. And thank you for listening to our podcast or watching on YouTube. And please subscribe so we can bring you more episodes and spread far and wide. Today we are talking about conspiracy theories and which ones actually became true. Uh, Conspiracy theories always has the taint that you're kind of crazy and a little bit foolish and probably mm. even a little bit dumb if you buy into conspiracy theories. Some and of that, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, you're kind of simple-minded, huh? You think everybody's out to get you or you're paranoid. or. But yeah. honestly, the reason why I believe they've caught everybody's attention is because more often than people want to admit, they are true. Mm. <laughs> and that ought to freak people out. In fact, I think it's become true so often in the public's knowledge and awareness that they're kind of jaded and they don't even, they're just kind of, eh, well, figures. And, and they just move on. They don't even right. think it's a big deal anymore. Because uh, everybody at some subconscious level knows there's stuff going on beyond their awareness that shouldn't be going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting take. I, I think some people are definitely jaded, but I do think also a lot of journalists take active lengths to try to suppress any type of um, thoughts on certain agendas or narratives that conspiracy theories that try to get out of hand. They immediately start making articles. And I know it's like the opposition to quell the storm and, and other people want to feel safe. So they get that type of audience. So they know that they're, you know they're placating to some type of audience that doesn't want to hear those terrible things. Right. Right. You want to make people feel better. That's your whole thing. You don't mm -hmm. want to cause a panic or fright or, or tell people things that aren't true and scare them for no reason right. at all, or make people think even wilder things just because this one little bad thing may be true. Mm -hmm. And I get that, but you know, the reason why uh, people listen to the media is for entertainment to learn something or to be aware of something that they need to be. And sometimes you're just going to make them nervous or even frightened if you give that information. But it's far better you do that than them know nothing and can't take precaution, in my estimation anyway. Right. So, yeah, but definitely better to just give out facts instead of trying to right. suppress well, any type of information going I on. I think so. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, and it's, this is recent and everybody is aware of this who's probably listened to this, about 10 to 13 years ago, there was a rumor going around that your phone and your television was listening to you on through yeah. the through the microphone and everybody blew it off as conspiracy theory. And it turned out to be 100 percent true. And now it's so common that people don't even think about it when oh, you yeah. talk about a subject. And the next thing you know, you pick up your phone and there's the advertising you're yeah. just speaking about. Yeah, people just joke about it now when it terrified people, you know, in the 70s alone, let alone, you know, 50s or so. They would literally freak right. out at to happen. It's like, oh, that's impossible. They wouldn't do that. No, it's they do it. And it's it's so common and it's so well known now that people just kind of shrug or like laugh about it, that, like you mentioned. But that should really make you go. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> if if really you think crazy. about the implications of it, it, it really is. And that's that's a really good indicator how jaded people have become about a complete lack of privacy almost unless you I'm take sure extreme there's, measures. 
petabytes of information stored of the uh, most benign conversations. Well, that but that that's one of the things you know. Uh, one one of the conspiracies, another of the conspiracy theories I was going to talk about is Snowden. He came out and said the NSA is recording every bit of information available, electronically obtained and stored that can possibly be done on everybody, and it's stored. And they said, one, he's crazy. And the other, he's a traitor. You know, then they started chasing him down. <laughs> right. So we, we, which is, one it? is it? If he's yeah, crazy, yeah. why are you he's releasing, he's treasonous? Right. He's releasing, he's, yeah, he's treasonous. He's releasing top secret information from the highest level of intelligence. He was just a tech guy. He was a smart tech guy. And he was experienced and knowledgeable and skilled. But you can't have it both ways. So that should have made people pause right there. It's like, okay, they just made a paradoxical statement about somebody mm-hmm. they clearly don't like. So well, I made that one blow up so much was uh, I remember being they just had a court statement about the NSA saying that they aren't surveilling people. That, that's and, right. And that's why and he then, came out, because he said, this is just a blatant lie. And the right. American people need to know that that's a blatant lie. And that's and that's why he came out. I saw an interview on him on YouTube. Uh, of course, while he was in another country, because he can't come back here. Right. And, <laughs> and he just laid it all out there. And it turned out to be, and he's right, all information on the internet is somewhere held by the NSA. And the funny oh, thing NSA is, Federation. oh yeah, they, they, I, I was laughing about it. I told you when we started this podcast, not long ago, just three weeks, they're our second largest downloader. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know where it is and it shows up on a graphical representation, the mainframe. They're our second largest downloader because we have a small audience and Mm -hmm. but they're there and they're downloading every episode and some ai is going over everything we say and you just you have to accept it you can't change it and it it is what it is as they say and it's going to continue and honestly i'm okay with it i i'm who i am we say what we say there is still the first amendment and the bill of rights although they can toss that out of the window apparently um depending on who you are what you say and where you are when you say it and who hears it but as an adult, you're just going to live with the consequences and you do what you think you need to do. Well, the problem is that there is starting to become a tyrannical force. Any type of efforts of conspiring against it is going to be a lot, a lot harder. Oh, yeah. you, Yeah. Like I said, privacy is virtually non-existent now mm-hmm. unless you take extreme measures to obtain it. And even then, it's a, a maybe. Mm-hmm. So and that's that sort of spawns conspiracy theories as well. Uh, yeah. that, that sort of thing, knowing that information. So I, I find that pretty interesting. And one of the big ones in this one kicks off all sorts of bells for people. The old MK Ultra, you know, you've heard of that one. This, uh, conspiracy theorists make that loud and people blew them off as being crazy and all that. As soon as they mention MK Ultra. Is that the LSD uh, one? Yeah, the government was running massive mind control experiments through American universities, using them as a cover and a means to dump LSD in people's uh, drinks. And then they would kidnap them and study them and then interrogate and interview them, debrief them, make threats to them and turn them loose. And the funny thing was they, they did this even in illegal brothels all over the country because they knew they had leverage over these people because they didn't want to be outed. Now this was in the sixties. So people, you know, who were uh, running around on their spouse, so they 
faced severe repercussions back then. Right. Um, they do now, but not like back then. You were ostracized and you were broke and you lost your job probably. Right. And nobody and everybody thought well, that's good for you. You know, the entire society supported that kind of thing. Now, personal lives are more personal lives than back then, depending on who you are and what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the only reason we know about it now is because the Freedom of Information Act that somebody uh, used to obtain that documentation and put it out there on the Internet and published it and said, look, it's true. This did happen to American citizens. They weren't supposed to be doing in, any operations. And not only that, not only was it illegal, they hurt these people and potentially ruined these people. And there's no telling what happened to these people. And it's all out there for you to read. It's, it's not being, naturally, it's old. You know, mm-hmm. it's 60, 50, 60 years old. But it still happened. I mean, it, it definitely went on. And the other thing, the other conspiracy theory that was true was COINTELPRO that most people are aware of. And it, again, 60s, apparently U.S. government was running crazy in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> and ever, the FBI, yeah, the right, tracking. latest information coming out. <laughs> right, tracking Martin Luther King Jr., Marilyn Monroe, all this. And oh, they, yeah. they weren't suspected of breaking any laws, suppressing Black Panthers, causing dissension. And that wasn't the CIA who were worried about national security. That was the FBI for political reasons. They yep. should have never been around. There were no crimes suspected of these people. Well, I, they they were a little bit more um, they were a little bit more in depth than that. I know the FBI. I remember reading FBI. a lot more in depth when uh, J. Yeah. Edgar Hoover ran it. He ran into his own kingdom, and they, yeah. they had fat dossiers on people. The reason he stayed there forever through every president was because. He had dossiers on them, too, and would expose them, and they were deathly afraid. They left him alone, and everybody yeah. knew that. And that's an, another conspiracy theory that turned out to be true. Yeah, but I remember reading the FBI uh, were trying to convince Martin Luther King Jr. to, to kill himself during his his protest uh, tours and everything. And, oh, yeah, they were and constantly messing it's with It's heavily him. implied that they were affiliated with his dem- his eventual demise. Right, right. I mean, they have the guy who shot him, but again, that was the idea. Was the FBI behind it? Was there some mm-hmm. brain control going on or mind control going on, and all all sorts of speculation there? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the fact that he was being surveilled, investigated, constantly checked on was absolutely true. And in these other people, like I said, who were who had done nothing, uh, Ernest Hemingway, for example. He right. committed suicide, and him being followed by the FBI was known to be a contributor of that. Uh, now, he may have had good reason because he turned out to be an amateur CIA, CIA spy in Cuba for the United States, but he was for the United States, even though he opened his mouth against them now and again. <laughs> but he, he had that was part of his First Amendment's rights as a U.S. citizen, and he did work for the country. So why, why would you want to harass the guy? And uh, right. it, it was known, but they thought everybody called him crazy at the time. And he was deluded and an alcoholic and all this turned out to be true though. And, and all this stuff, I want to say people can Google and find out for themselves. We're not going to give you direct website to right. promote for you, but you can certainly Google in the subject matter, what happened and you will, it will come up very very easily like if you yeah luckily there's still enough sources because sometimes some of those thread sources i see that they say they show source cited 
those are just mysteriously gone. Now, whether or not they're gone because they're not, you know, dedicated right. anymore, nobody's paying them anymore, or right. they're trying yeah, to scrub the internet, I'm not sure. I, I'm but. sure it's because <laughs> people just didn't want to pay anymore to keep it up, and it's become mm-hmm. common knowledge. Most likely. So why, why put it up most of the time? Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's I not just paying the light bill. Most often, I'm trying to find the source cited of them showing this documentation to prove it. Right. And weirdly enough, it's gone. Hum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're talking about conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, it's pretty. It, I think it's it's pretty crazy how people just take it in stride and at the same time deride it as oh it, it doesn't happen it, it does well, it's it crazy to so me that they act like the government's so so sanctioned and they, they don't have any ill intention on their citizens when this has been happening forever since the prohibition they we've known that they mass poisoned the alcohol trying right. to get people to stop doing it right that's another one they, they mm-hmm. deliberately poisoned alcohol made <laughs> in stills to get people to stop drinking yeah, they stills didn't take alcohol. them down. They no. didn't destroy the stills. They killed they people. Them. Yeah. Yes, in the, in the 30s, they sure did. They mm-hmm. killed them. And knowing it was going to kill them, this wasn't an accident. This was intentional. Yeah. To well, first they did people. a little bit to discourage them. And then they're like, well, this isn't working. Let's start killing them. Right. <laughs> That's the crazy part. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is nuts. Now, sure, that was almost 100 years ago. But the people in positions of authority are the same people who want to be in positions of authority. They right. think the same way. They're not the same people, of course, again, 100 years ago almost, but they think similarly or they wouldn't want to be in a position of power and tell people what to do. It takes a certain kind of mind to want to do that and go, yeah, I can do that. I want to do that. That would be cool. You know, so <laughs> so somebody wants that. They that's that's I'm just, sure it wasn't that thought process. I'm sure no. it's always the best intention. Oh, sure. It's a know. very sophisticated and complex mm-hmm. rationale behind that. Mm-hmm. But those are the emotions that I express. These people don't know what they're doing to themselves. No, they just need some guidance and leadership. <laughs> so I'll kill them. And, and I can do it. And if they <laughs> yeah. don't listen, I'll, I'll just make sure that they don't listen yeah. to anything anymore. The true form of ego. They maniac. can't be trusted. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate narcissist, psychopath, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's funny. And, and the last one I wanted to mention from the 60s, of course, Gulf of Tonkin which precipitated the Vietnam War, they, being the United States government, flat out lied. Right. They misrepresentations about what happened. There was one incident, but they made up a completely other incident to drive the Vietnam War and build up troops and well, made the U.S. Not even going. more. The incident I'm thinking you're, you're probably referencing, we antagonized them on purpose to get, oh, yeah. to get them to retaliate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. And lied about the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. it, we just lied about the whole, it was completely fabricated to get us into a war. It's so common now, it's considered as part of a thing that all countries do to get their country in the war. They make this giant disinformation propaganda campaign and lie to it about, to their citizenry, to get them all fired up, to get Sounds them to go so kill familiar. people. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such, yeah. <laughs> uh one to put on to that was um that led to the false flag operation in the early 1960s uh america's top military leaders reportedly drafted plans to kill innocent people and commit acts of terrorism in u.s to create public support for a war against cuba yes you know and that and was turned down by kennedy and they still yeah put he, it. he said no but then he went ahead and launched the bay of pigs a covert operation uh that 
he, they kept under wraps and was an absolute failure because it was poorly planned and had bad yeah. logistics and they had the wrong people. So yes, but you're right. They had military officials, people who were legitimate, created a plan to actually kill American citizens to foment that craziness we spoke about before in order mm-hmm. to get a war in Cuba. So to make sure that the communists wouldn't take over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's that was a true old, thing. And everybody goes, that's crazy. They wouldn't do that. It's the good old never. Again, it was a 60s, method of uh, the early crusade. 60s. Where right, you, say, you justify was, your enemy is right. is the true enemy, and they do anything to kill you. So you, we yeah. must do anything to do right. to them as yeah. well. And and that was sixty years ago, you know. But I'm sure some of those people are still alive. So that mode of thinking is not gone. Mm-hmm. You know, again, people who want to be in high levels of authority are generally similar minded. I've found not all of them. I mean, you have your exceptions, and they become beloved leaders and and people. But in general. They're, they're pretty much similar mindsets that I've noticed. So how do you want to do this chronologically? Because I can keep going on on the uh, 60s and 50s. No, no, lot. you just Those mentioned my... the ones that, yeah, I, I, think, I think we're kind of done with the 60s because that was the decade of craziness. You know, they killed. Well, we'll mention, except we got to mention JFK. We have no proof, but that's because <laughs> all the proof was destroyed except for the Warren Commission, which they will not allow anybody to uh, see the evidence thereof. You can read the reports in it, but everybody knows that that was almost blatantly misrepresentative Mm -hmm. and everything dug up about it. I'll just say this. If you believe there was a lone gunman that assassinated JFK, something's wrong with you. That's all I'm going to say. This there is such a mountain of evidence to show otherwise, not to mention it has just come out and you can find this on YouTube. In fact, that Lee Harvey Oswald was an active CIA operative that was, that went to Russia on purpose before it was speculated. He was a defector. Well, that was his cover and also working with Cuba because Cuba was a big hot item at that time. He was working as a Marine, former Marine for the CIA uh, and I, and I, so it, it just came out and there's all sorts of documents and things that show everybody knew what he was doing and his mentioning that I, I was a passing and then being shot by John Ruby. He, he was letting people know, Hey, th- this wasn't just me involved in this whole thing. Right. And I was probably a very small part. Certainly we couldn't have him talking. Like I said, it's, it's just an overwhelming mountain of evidence. And if, they say, well, that's not true. They proved that wrong. Well, why don't they just let the evidence out into the public? They've resealed it, I believe, twice since they acquired it. And it was supposed to be released in the year 2000 initially. And they just, nah, that's not happening. And then they were supposed to do it again, I think, 10 or 15 years later. Like, nah, nah. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, as long as anybody's alive who knows anything about it, it won't be released. There'll be a phone call or email or something will be made and go, not yet, not yet. People are, people are still a little raw about it. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't undermine the faith in the country at the time. Um, of course, I, I'm just speculating as to what their thoughts would be. But I, and again, I have no idea what spawned his assassination or why or who was involved or anything like that. There's so many bits of disinformation, misinformation. <laughs> There's evidence that's real or not right yeah and and other i mean conspiracy theorists love that one but there's so much 
that is fact that points to more than one person that if you do believe that it was a single person and one bullet that went through all those things. <laughs> right. And that, different angles. Yeah. Like, like that person couldn't do it in that perspective or that angle point. That speed and that time period with that weapon and no optics and a traveling thing, you know, that all that, if you know anything about shooting. is a hell of a shot. Uh, that is a minor statement <laughs> there. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to say, and, and we can say we're done with the 60s, but mm-hmm. that was a decade of craziness for a lot of reasons uh it spawned a lot of legends i'll say that, that well just to hit the topic of, of uh viruses since those are seeming to become a thing again is um san francisco in the 50s uh, apparently they did a simulated germ war warfare attack and they spread fog in san francisco that affected 800,000 people and what well, sort uh, of fog i'd never heard of that Yep, 1950s. Um, and who did that? <laughs> Who's they? Us, the government. Uh, yeah, you, I say, uh, yeah, because we're yeah. the people. Are U.S. military to be conducted a test to see whether it could be used to help spread a biological weapon um, using fog, and they sprayed a hose, and they used a bacteria. Now, the bacteria wasn't supposed to be harmful, to be fair, but it didn't. They did have a direct correlation to 10 known people going to the hospital because of it, and at least one death. So I'm sure there was a lot more involved, and they just don't have a direct correlation. Right. Because it affected 800,000 people in just one night. It, it, it quickly spread. The fog was very effective at spreading. So they the just used the citizenry of a, of a major metropolitan area as guinea pigs. Yep. It was one said, of the largest offenses well, of the Nuremberg Code since its inception. Right. Because <laughs> you have to be voluntary and right. informed consent. Um, and at, Almost, over the next 20 years, the military conducted another 239 tests over populated areas. And you know, there were all sorts of rumors about who did it and where it started and what it was about and flatly denied. And like, oh, you're crazy. They wouldn't do that. That's just yeah. so irresponsible. They wouldn't harm. They're here to defend us, not do this. And mm-hmm. turned out, nope, they did it. They Not only did they do it, they did it some more. <laughs> yeah, 240 times total. And, when was, and when was that initially done? And 1950. In 1950. 1950 yeah that's that's another decade that was after world war ii and people were just hardcore they were mm-hmm. used to that militaristic top-down well, tyrannical over the next 20 years so it, it till the 70s, so far right? to the till the 70s quote-unquote we'll see right more documentation starts coming out later right on. right that we know of yeah they right. it starts to dry up when you get into the 80s about weird how that works we all doing. just stop doing things yeah we just we don't do that anymore no we realized <laughs> that was wrong you didn't realize <laughs> it was wrong listen. at the time for 30 years all of a sudden yeah right. the halo got polished up yeah mm-hmm. it's quite interesting i think too um <laughs> 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 yeah that's that's just nuts um one other thing that happened in the 80s, and like I said, it's difficult to find past that because I think it gets too close to home and the people responsible or are still in office, to be honest with you. you know, they're oh, still yeah. here doing things. That's another reason why it's not going to be available at all. Right. Is that, and we mentioned about it, we mentioned it once before on another podcast that the CIA kickstarted the crack e- epidemic that devastated mm-hmm. U.S black urban areas in the 80s and they did it uh, to fund death squads in central america to overthrow yep. communist takeovers in nicaragua colombia places like that chile and other places 
um, that were they were Billions trying to infiltrate dollars. and take over. Yes, and they they used them. And th- there was an investigative series in the mid '90s written by journalist Gary Webb in the San Jose Mercury News. I'll mention them because it's not a website. This was a newspaper. Websites didn't exist mm-hmm. when that guy you know came out with this information, and that. He chronicled the CIA's trafficking of cocaine on behalf of anti-communist Contras in Nicaragua. This got picked up by several other larger newspapers and prompted several official government investigations. The paper got pushed back, which eventually led to them retracting parts of the investigative series. Now, I don't know how the retraction went or what they did, but they basically said, oh, no, no, that's not what we meant. And... Mm -hmm trying to say that what they mentioned before wasn't accurate. Uh, but I'll willing to bet you it was because Mr. Gary Webb later was suicided. Yeah. yeah people suicide. wanted to approach him for more information about those things that were retracted. So, <laughs> yeah. And that was in the nineties. That's yeah. Just I read a couple years articles ago. that were a lot more condemning on, on the article, the foundry, because they shunned him they fired they fired him they ostracized him right and he was found suicided with two bullet holes in his head right yeah twice yeah that's, uh-huh. that happens all yeah that's that's a tough <laughs> two bullet holes in the back of the head man that's yeah. a rough suicide. <laughs> that's a, yeah that's a, he was that's a crazy suicide right there <laughs> i don't know if if he was found and we're laughing because it's like uh, whistling past the graveyard it's so absurd that you have to laugh or you'd yeah. be outraged you know oh yeah but but I don't know if they were in the back of his head, but you're telling no, me. No, it was in the back of the head. Okay, yeah. But it was two bullet holes. That was confirmed. Yeah. Can you imagine somebody being one bullet it, hole and you think you'd be aware enough to do another? It's a, it's, it has happened, but it's I'm very sure. coincidental for this to happen to this <laughs> that, man. Yeah, and that was an incident. And that was in 2004. And the funny thing was in, in early 70s, Watergate, Watergate started out as a conspiracy theory. And it turned out to be absolutely true, made a president resign and sent an FBI agent to prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and everybody said, oh, no, they, w- they wouldn't do that. that. That's a political thing. The, the FBI wouldn't do that for pure political reasons. They wouldn't go spy on the Democratic National Party's headquarters. That's exactly what they did. The FBI was founded due to political reasons. They do things now that certainly are necessary for national security reasons. But back then, not so much. It was it was more about political cronyism, and they still do it. Uh, oh yeah, like the, they, they still do political stuff, which, in in my opinion, personal opinion, absolutely illegal. They shouldn't be involved. The government, especially agents, civil servants, should be absolutely apolitical, completely. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be sponsoring, supporting, saying anything about any party whatsoever, um, yeah. or condemning anyone whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, your your job is to find out whether or not any laws are broken. That's all you're there to do, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, you but, should have no public opinion about the no, matter at all. No, no, and and me as a former state government employee, we couldn't. We mm-hmm. we could at any level, local, state, federal, anything, and I like it that way. Yeah. Um, now it, it was done. Sense. Yeah, yeah, but uh, those they're not supposed to. I know they're not, but they don't really do anything. You saw the FBI director and a couple of agents openly coming out for Hillary Clinton, you know, eight ten years ago. I'm right. like, that should not be done. And doing things under their authority to, mm-hmm. su- to continue to support her rather mm-hmm. than, 
yeah, that that's nuts. They should have immediately been fired and probably imprisoned for a little bit. I think there needs to be some criminal sanction to make sure it absolutely doesn't happen. Yeah, to go into the Clinton matter, they've gotten away with a lot of blatant <laughs> uh, criminal acts. Uh, yeah, you know, and the thing is, I said, well, there's been no convictions, of course, because you're so high up that you control everybody who would convict you. Of course, there's going to be no convictions. Well, the most recent was, uh, what, her leaking a bunch of confidential information? Which right, would be that, that's huge. been established. That's been established. When, when I was in the Army, I knew people with secret and top secret clearance who didn't properly dispose of material or handle it, and they were criminally convicted. Mm-hmm. Now, they were enlisted people but it doesn't matter in fact th- what they had was just a tiny fraction yeah, of what she had and much higher level right. right yeah it really it was inconsequential but the thing is they didn't follow the laws and it was a law mm-hmm. and she didn't either but what had happened to her people defended her it's like why are you picking on they're not picking on her not only did <laughs> she do it every article every email the email server it's everything was mm-hmm. done and that was initially put forth as being a conspiracy theory and a political hot potato by the Republican Party. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the Republican Party either. But when you have someone who blatantly disregards the law and then tries to create something worse to deflect it away from their actions, and then you have people defend what they did, knowing it was blatantly illegal. It's not like she was doing it in self-defense. There is no excuse or real reason for that. And what has happened? Any punishment? Nope. Any penalty? Nope. In fact, you have the very people who were supposed to punish and investigate make up for it. You know, they reason it away and say, "Ah, it's not a big deal." Where well, if it were anybody the else, accusation on her with uh, the Russian accusation on Trump, and then she was, pro- and it was proven that she was uh, part of the person that was the initial whistleblower. Yeah, part of the conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. And and oh, they that that's great. Yeah, that's and that's what we were talking about. Those are the more, more tax, recent millions of dollars of tax, right? And and what was done about it? Nothing. Nothing. Right. <laughs> and and he won the presidency and they didn't do anything because they still have a lot of people they know in power mm-hmm. uh, that will just not they would just fail to follow up and fail to uh, prosecute or pursue it as as it should be with anybody else who would have done it. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying you need to, you know, go to war. What I'm saying is just hold them accountable. That's it's at least a white collar crime to cause that much um money tax money to be used it's million dollars millions of dollars being used well you don't alone. they don't they don't look at it that way and they'll and they'll judges may mention that during sentencing and take that into consideration mm-hmm. but if it never gets there in the first place yeah. you know it's not right. a crime in and of itself uh to spend money for an investigation but my point is there are clear crimes and laws that were broken and never pursued as being done and i don't care who i don't care what party you're in or who you're done if you either remove the laws or pursue it especially at the high levels because those are the people who are really supposed to follow them they are living large they are living very well very luxuriously commanding a great deal of money and a great deal of personnel who are well armed so they should be very careful to follow the law because if they're not going to who is right it's the higher authority has higher accountability. That's that's what I think so too. Anyway. And it shouldn't be an unreasonable amount of accountability, but when it's blatant and continuous and dismissive, yeah, 
you need to be taken to task. If you have an unreasonable amount amount of authority, it should be an unreasonable amount of accountability. <laughs> well, you're you're talking way too much sense, but you know what I mean. It should be it should match. It should fit, mm-hmm. and that's what I think you're trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next thing that there's no evidence because they've gotten very good at scrubbing any sort of evidence that may occur. Jeffrey Epstein. Anybody oh. believe? that he suicided in that area under that great deal of security cameras, all of a sudden off people. He had a rope in his bum and he was able to finally get what he was trying to do the whole time. Yeah. What? Three years ago. Just so happened. Those cameras went off then. It was really bad. Just for that time period. Yeah. yeah. Just so happened. Those guards were asleep. And in a max security setting. And just so happened that they were asleep, which they should never do. Yeah. Federal employee. Let me tell you, they are well aware (laughs) and they were willing to take the penalty. So they must have been paid extremely well or promised something to be taken care of. You're paranoid. Yeah, I know. But (laughs) yeah. And, and, and I'd like, and no reporter is asked, how many other times has this happened? If it's not such a big deal, how many other times has this exact scenario happened with prisoners? I haven't heard. Anybody mentioned that? And that's a valid question. I would say that would be the first question you would ask, other than the other obvious questions about how it happened in the first place. But, okay, if you're saying this is not such a strange thing, how many other times has this occurred with other prisoners? I'm going to tell you the number is going to be zero in right. the last 10 years, <laughs> in a decade. Weird. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, how that works. Yeah. So you start having issues with with more and more people considering conspiracy theories and then you have now what i wanted to bring into the, the talk was the misinformation act which is now can be considered a terrorist movement so if you spread misinformation it's and it can be considered or condoned as terrorist uh, thoughts and, and is that a u.s to, law mm, just it's starting to come into it and come into recently passed fruition. or are they are they still discussing i I've gotten. Law. I'm not going to say whether or not because I can't tell for sure, but I do know they're talking about it. So I'll say that. Oh, at least. so they're discussing it. I'm not a, sure if it's. A, it could be, but I'm not. I don't. I can't confirm that right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, so. we need. We need to make sure when that passes. We. We. Cover I just wanted that. to bring it up on on your. So when right. you start so having I think it's more being more discussed thoughts, to be voted on and passed by Congress. Um, yeah. So you're essentially police thought. You know, thought police well, people. You know, I'd more. be curious to see how they do that. Uh, if it turns out to be it's false information, terrorists, that, how many politicians would be arrested under that particular thing? Because they provide misinformation. And not only oh, that. Oh, media. Yeah, mass media. Mm-hmm. They misinformation. just do leg jerk reactions and editorial reactions of such things that are very, that can, you know, draw a lot of attention. Right. And, and, and we could be considered doing it here, depending on the language of the law and the degree. But we try to make sure we qualify our statements and let them know. Right. And if we're saying where we get these things and how you can find them to follow up and confirm what we're saying. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to provide misinformation. We're just discussing topics, but sure. they could be construed that way that that might be considered what we're doing is offering that, which again, the biggest purveyors of that are mass media and the politicians themselves to make you believe a particular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I don't see that. I don't see that law going very far. That, <laughs> With that any was what realism, my first question is how off, how much can they really enforce this to any reasonable degree? Well, they can enforce it as much as they want, like they do everything else, you know, sure. or not. 
like I said, like the previous people we spoke of, I blatantly broke laws number of times for years and nothing happened, you know? So yeah, high level, you know, high level laws, high level people, everybody knew about it. Nothing happened. Um, which kind of, kind of blows me away. If you think about it, the more I think about it, the more it blows me away. Cause I'm like, really? Um, yeah. So some of the ones I wanted to talk about was, and these aren't confirmed in the most concrete evidence. So I'll just touch on them a little bit is chemtrails get a bad, get a bad rap. And there has actually been evidence that they show that they have that multiple, uh, large air airplane businesses have been hired to dump chemicals into the atmosphere for multiple different reasons. Right. So that is a uh, thing, and was it does whether, happen. Try to attempt now, whether or not control. it's nefarious or bad is another right. story, but right. it is happening. It is happening. And right. People constantly just completely condemn anybody saying chemtrails. Oh, that's vapor yes. off the wings. You don't know what you're talking about. At yes. that altitude with those temperatures and that plane and that wing structure. and the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, they, it is creeping out or dripping out that, no, it is happening. Now, we're not saying that it's a bad thing. Right. Um, that you, who knows why they're doing it or what reason, but they somebody's doing it. They are creating chemtrails for whatever reason. Right. They are dumping chem chemicals from planes into the atmosphere. That is happening at high altitude. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why, what the chemicals are, what it's for. But yes. it is happening. Yeah, another one that turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Why deny it? You know, and they don't want people to freak out. I, I get that, but tell them something else. You know, I don't, I don't get it. Just go, yeah, yeah, what you're seeing is real. You know, other than just go, nope, didn't happen. Nothing to see here. Move along. Stop looking in the sky. You know, it's just, <laughs> right. it, it makes Stop no looking sense. Up. To, yeah, it makes no sense to me. You know, you don't, you don't know what you're seeing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I would love to see uh, in the next 20 years, if we're still around, what type of conspiracies come out from the more of the 90s and early 2000s. Oh, I, I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be quite interesting as the as the actions of our government become more and more sophisticated. Uh, the, the ones about them recording everything and collating and collecting every bit of information on everybody available at every level is quite alarming as it is. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you, what they do with it is something else. But uh, it, I, I find the whole thing fascinating in a when you take an overview of the whole thing i can understand why they do it if i were in that position i would want to do the same thing you want to know what's going on you want to be able to have all the information you need on any particular subject or individual you wish if you want to take action for whatever yeah, reason i think these the immediate jerk reaction to condemn somebody or, or ostracize them or shun them for thinking something that could be initially crazy to conceive and then having such a visceral reaction to them is is never a really good sign and that's been shown time and time again that it's a very bad reaction uh that goes back to um the first doctor who considered that bacteria is a thing he was considered crazy and they put him into an asylum right and he died two weeks later right right probably from a bacterial infection no they beat him to death (laughs) oh 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 they just they suicided him yeah Mm -hmm. with multiple he, uh, well bad. he kept saying i'm not crazy get me out of here and he became violent because he's angry because he's no he's not crazy yeah, and right. all of his friends put him that's into an asylum self-fulfilling thing you're angry because people are 
calling you crazy and they kidnap you and lock you up. Yeah, this and, was early, early. And, it, and then you become crazy because you're yeah. so angry you can't control your rationality. Yeah, it was early 1900s or eight, late 1800s. So you don't, you don't, you know, they didn't treat those uh, asylum patients very well. At oh all. no, they, they, they still don't. But they, it is a whole lot better than mm-hmm. in the past for sure. Right. Yeah, they did all kind of crazy experiments to them. I'm sure. Yeah. Trying to figure yeah. out the mind. Because nobody would know how. Who are they going to tell? Yeah. And who's going to listen? You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And I think perfect that, specimen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you weren't schizophrenic when you showed up, you will be. Yeah, after our shock therapy and lobotomizations and everything else we do to you. Yeah, well, chemical treatments. But again, <laughs> it was an, another thing that people didn't think really happened, but did, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, we can start going into the conspiracies on uh, the pharmaceutical companies and putting into uh, oxycodone multiple different other pills that were known to be addictive now you mean other substances in uh, oxycodone no no just you know oxy itself and it it was pushed and sold as you know this is a is a non-addictive painkiller helps people ease their pain of of life and right and it was completely physiologically addictive Mm -hmm. like one of the most addictive substances that they've ever created yet and they denied it the whole time uh that's just a pharmaceutical company lying to me. I don't know what well, the conspiracy was. The government known that was it known to the government? Are you telling that they knew? I'm putting on a very just... loose term that they're conspiring against the people themselves because they oh, probably oh. knew better. Oh yeah, that one group of a private concern group of people conspired to lie and pass this thing. Yeah, that that happens quite often, especially with corporations. Well, I'm I'm. I almost expect them corporations to do that to uh, they shouldn't and they should be held accountable for it and criminalized for it. But I, there are private concerns. That, so. I think that's the general conspiracy theory that people right. go against is the company, the big companies are out to get you. And people are saying, don't be crazy, but sometimes they are out to get you. <laughs> you know, they're out to get your money. They don't care right. about you. You're just a casualty. They, they don't want you to die quick because then they won't get any more of your money. Sure. But they definitely will lie to you. I'm just outraged when it's the government lying to their citizenry because they're not supposed to do that and nothing happens to them. But right. Another big one. And this was a conspiracy between private concerns and the government helping them. I think knowing better was sugar. Tell them how, how good sugar was for you. You can see ads, you can Google it up and look at ads at how sugar gave you energy, Mm -hmm. made you peppier helps you face the day, puts you in a better mood. And this, of course, is way back. You have to go back to the 50s and 60s to see that. And I said we weren't going to talk about the 60s anymore, but <laughs> this is so ridiculous. And the I don't government think at the time... Old. I think this is early 2000s still, they're doing this. No, they're, they, they've changed a little bit. This is blatant you know, propaganda, propaganda. For, gotcha. yeah, for granulated sugar mm-hmm. and how good it is for you and how it makes everything better. And why they used to put it on all the cereals for little kids. They still you know. do. <laughs> yeah, they still do. But they would do it and tell you how much better it is for you with the sugar mm-hmm. on it. Now they put it on there and they don't want to put like, it used to be called sugar smacks and sugar pops. Now it's called honey smacks and corn pops. Mm-hmm. But everything used to have the word sugar on it for little mm-hmm. kids cereals to tell you, oh yeah, you want that because that's good for the kid blatantly right there in your face and i was a little kid when that happened in the late 60s early 70s sugar was on the box it was right there 
and it, it, everybody, yeah, get them that. That's it's it's good for them. It'll it, they'll be happy. <laughs> like they'll be running around like crazy people, you know, little crazy homunculuses screaming throughout the house. And I don't know what's got into these kids. Could be all the sugar you dump down their throat. But, yeah. but people didn't one know any better. Away from cocaine, you just put it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, one, yes, one uh, atomic position away from a cocaine molecule. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. So it's certainly going to hit something in them to uh, fire them up. Not to mention ruin their teeth if they have a steady diet of it. Right. Yeah, they still do that to this day. They still try to show, you know, well, oh, 21 grams per serving size. They don't say the serving size. They in little small letters, serving size, two tablespoons. Nobody right. has two tablespoons. Th- that means it's it's half. Half <laughs> of it is sugar. Right. <laughs> yeah, they they still have their little ways of marketing to make people think it's not that much sugar into it and all that. Yeah, well, those are little marketing tricks, and and I don't consider that. Uh, conspiracy theory for me the conspiracy theory with the sugar industry getting in bed with the government who is supposed to police them and know better and not allow them to do that that was they were all in bed together in order to for the farmers to grow more sugar for the companies to sell more sugar for and for everybody to just get this out into the public and to have them consume it so everybody could get richer that you know, that really happened. It's known. You can Google it and find it anywhere you look. If you just put that in about how the sugar industry itself, when it went, used other people who were supposed to be watchdogs to push their product, which was actually bad for everybody in large quantities. And that's what I'm saying. Sugar in and of itself isn't bad. It's a natural product. Even when it's refined, you can add it prudently and it'll make something better, taste better. Uh, if, but when you're trying to get in to consume vast quantities of it, you create diabetics. I mean, it, this is, this is known. Yeah. Um, and you can become psychologically and physiologically addicted to it, or at least created in such a way that it's, it's going to ruin you internally. Well, th- that, was a health big, issue for that was the big conspiracy in the early two thousands. Um, with Michelle Obama, and she had those contracts with big food companies to start providing food for schools and those programs. Um, and they were starting to suppress any type of conducted experiments and showing results of diabetes being heavily affiliated and, and fats and saturated fats being heavily affiliated with uh, high sugar content and sugar being. So it was still it was still going on and it was associated mm-hmm. with her. I didn't even know that. I didn't yep. even know that that type of activity was associated with them. So that's crazy. That's another thing that our listeners will have to Google if they want to find that out. There's but a whole document. That, yeah, you pull that out from your research. Huh? Well, you can go yeah, ahead and say whole documentation on that Netflix if they want to watch that. Oh, they had a whole a documentary for Netflix on it. So it's, a, it's in a show. You mm-hmm. remember the show? I don't. It's something probably super simple, like sugar foods or something. It's right, probably something right. really catchy, but I, I'm sure somebody could do a Google search and pull it up, you know, mm-hmm. and find it, or at least find a quote from it to verify it. I don't want to just spout nonsense information or made up things. Like we can discuss it, but I want to make sure our our evidence is factual, you know, that right. we say these things. So yeah, that's nuts. Yep. <laughs> Lots of uh conspiracy yeah. conspiring against the people from the right. government. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Like I said, just because it's a conspiracy theory doesn't mean it's not true. And that's what Mm -hmm. we're saying. And there are more, there there are much more, but we just wanted to hit the highlights. And for our our next podcast, we're going to talk about red flags when dating. As we mentioned in a previous uh, relationship video, uh, I haven't dated in a while. I'm engaged and you've been out of the market for a while, but we can surely mention it. And I'm going to ask my fiance what she looked at for red flags when finding a man and i don't know how i got through them so i'm very (laughs) curious to hear and you can ask your girlfriend what she looks for as red flags and we can talk about ourselves what we look for in red flags as women my age i'm sure i have different red flags than you do at your age but they're still red flags and that when you hit a certain number of them or even the reddest of flags. I call them black flags. When somebody hits that one, they're out. I don't care what else about them that you like or desire. When that black flag pops up, you're done. Right. So we'll, I'm, we'll I'm talk sure about that. Be some universal red flags for all ages and, and oh, all types. Degrees. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. So I want to thank sure. everybody for listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to us and we'll talk to you later. Peace.